Okay, so we're in the studio right now in Amsterdam. It's 2020 and I'm sitting here with the incredible Galita Taza. She has had many names in the past, but uh, currently she uh, chose to continue with her real name, which is great. Um, And we've known each other for about 10 years. And the first time I think I met Galita was uh, when she was doing shamanic journeys at her uh, fertile ground studio. Uh, which was very impressive and I think I took several friends with me uh, that came there and uh, had a shamanic journey and then yeah how then we started working together could you tell the listeners a little bit about yeah what you were doing then or how that was for you yeah well I started to um to take people through a shamanic journey for the purpose of healing, mm. uh, because I was doing it for myself and it worked so good. <clears throat> so the effect of the shamanic drum with the guide meditation and using the voice, which I didn't know what I was doing, but now I know I was doing sound healing and channeling some light language and people are reporting all kinds of uh, exciting effects. Um, very powerful. I mean, I still think that we should all visit our subconscious and make it what we want and release stuff that are sitting there and rotting. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you should go to recreate your reality. Yeah. This is the place to go. I mean, yeah. now it's known, like everything about manifesting your know, subconscious mind, that's where it's all at. Yeah. But the shamans in all cultures knew that already, the power of the drum, the power of the voice, the power of intention. So it kind of became my, uh, my, my passion and work. Yeah, so maybe in a way you were already doing what you thought you were learning how to do. Yeah. And now you realize that already for for more than 10 years, you've been yeah actually doing what you thought you were learning, what you already did it. So you, you, you're starting to understand what you already accomplished until this point. Yeah, I, it's funny because I, I started as a singer, as singing jazz. I always had problems with my voice for me to be able to sing. And I had a very, um, very small ability to sing. And expanding my voice was completely in the same line with expanding my consciousness and expanding my um, clear, clearing the emotional body. I mean, like all of my work is based on this discovery that that all of our power is in our four voices, I call it, because it's not only our physical voice. Uh, but when I started to do shamanic journey, I was going like, oh, that's that's another kind of, that's like I'm using my voice for another reason. Mm. I, 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 I could not bridge the idea between writing songs and making music and between, it was like two separate worlds. And now it's coming together. And I feel so good with that because uh, it doesn't have to be shamanic journey of 40 minutes uh, going really deep into healing. It can be shorter because now we can transmit beautiful codes of love and, and, and you know, unconditional uh, love uh, in, a, in, a, in a danceable way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the future. Really Using great. the sound healing on a mainstream way. Uh, when, when did you... Uh, realize that your voice has such, had such a profound impact on the people that 
who are doing the sound journeys and that's heard your meditations? Well, uh, I first I realized about the voice. I tell the story. Um, so uh, when I had my first girl, my my first born girl, uh, we had some complications and she was in intensive care. Mm -hmm. It was very horrific time. Um, and then, uh, and in short, there was a moment where um, I had an amazing woman who came to help my daughter literally come out of coma. Um, but the doctors were not really happy with it because they could not understand what do you mean homopathy, what do you mean took her out of shock, what do you mean brought her back into her body. Um, so, so I had to fight for my daughter. This woman woke her up from, from coma. Um, uh, the, the nurses was or, already taking my daughter out of the... You know, they were switching the, the breathing machine. Oh. Um, and the doctor said, no, no, you put the machine on and we do it according to the procedure. So uh, so they later, they said, now we're going to take her out of the machines in our way and you go to the parents' room and uh, you wait there uh, because you should not see what we're going to be doing. It's uh, traumatic. <laughs> uh, and I was alone because my husband just got a... Just got a uh, um, advance at work so he could not be all the time I had no family all of them in another country and that was kind of scary moment yeah of course yeah and I went to the parents room and I could not breathe because I had to wait until they will call me so I didn't know I'm going to be there for five hours or and if she will make it will she breathe or not she not breathe so I could not breathe so out of out of this kind of moment I, I, start, I opened my mouth and I started to sing something. Uh, it's kind of a chant that I put, one time I made a short EP and in the end of it I just put this prayer. Um, and suddenly, it, suddenly it, was, it was out of necessity of breathing that I started to produce a sound that just helped me exist. Mm. And then they called me and then um, everything was fine. Uh, when I came out of the room, there were people there watching me because when wow. when I started to sing, I, I I was not aware about anything except that I need to breathe yeah. and that I need to keep my heart not to fall to the ground and smash. So it was completely new experience and she was okay. She came out of intensive care and she's a girl, big girl now. Um, but something happened to me with this experience because suddenly I realized that voice is not only for entertainment, which I was using, and for hey, la, la, la. I realized the voice was uh, was the foundation. I really felt also with the voice I was feeling my mother and my grandmothers. I come from a very matriarch family, and my daughter. It was like a connector. It was kind of a healer, and I went like, oh, wow. that that changed everything. So in the the moment of real fear and like your yeah. little girl, like. If she was going to make it or not, yeah. you found healing, actually healing, healing. Voice your, is healing. Yeah, your, your healing voice. That's yeah. uh, impressive. Eh? Yeah. And then so from there you started to uh, obviously use your voice more in that way. Yeah, I, um, I was doing before that I was doing um, that I was learning some shamanism, working on myself, working with the drum. Uh, and then, then when I started to do it for groups, um, and people were telling me, it was just amazing to see people get up and they look shiny. <laughs> yeah, because I remember for the first time that I went to uh, your shamanic journey, that 
what you tell me now that you were kind of still finding the you were well you're not finding your way you actually were finding out that what you were doing was exactly what you were you know what you wanted to do yeah that this my experience was exactly the same that uh, that whole thing came so natural to you that you were just walking around the room guiding everybody through these meditative experiences kind of clearing blockages helping them imagining new landscapes that they could enter into and you know connect and to have fun, have fun spirit animals and just, oh my god this is good it's so good. it's really yeah cool to hear that you actually yeah that, that that's that you're already doing that and also very impressive where it came from because i mean that you hear that a lot that at the moment where you where you have nowhere else to go you something clicks and you go into the yeah, yeah. the thing that you're supposed to do and you, yeah. you realize to the it. unknown yeah so um so when you uh recently i know you've been doing uh, a lot of workshops you start your website you have you have I recorded sound uh, journeys you can have them online yeah. but when now when it's recorded i have the ability to add more voices uh so that's kind of coming into the tripping feeling uh, but it's still 20 30 40 minutes uh, sessions and uh, what I what I discovered with you was so so liberating because I could like put both of my sides the performer side the entertaining part of myself and the healing part together and uh, since since I remember the first time when we start to click on what's possible and I was so fascinating to see that you are uh, kind of like this ability to design sound for healing I was going like Oh, you know, I was doing it in a feminine way with voice and you were doing it with instrument and sound and it was like we were going like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like the, uh, what also I still work with, this uh, king and the queen, the, the wizard and the goddess and it's kind of this energy. So I want to ask you, uh, yeah. how, did, how did you, when did you start to feel that you can use music for more than just entertainment but also to expand consciousness the way you do? Um, yeah, I think that... Um when uh, I started music, I was um, uh, I've I've been I've I've gone in so many directions. So from you know being in a punk band, singing or like grunting, <laughs> uh, that was like when I was a teenager, like angry at the world, shouting at everybody, like that was a great uh, outlet for the energy, and you know, I was really good um, to. Uh, scratching with hip-hop groups and making beats and then um, I remember when I started to go out when I was uh, really young uh, I used to sneak out at night and go you know to Amsterdam without my parents knowing and then I got back in the morning super tired and they you know they I think they knew but I was just uh, having a good time what I I saw the first thing I I saw that um, Apart from the uh, the beats and the melodies and the voices being used in music in general, it had this kind of ability to really instantly give somebody, you know, give people a feeling. So uh, whether that's really touching, something really emotional with the voice or something really energetic with beats, you know, I think, um, yeah, that's, that was across all music styles but mostly I was really fascinated with uh, 
uh, house music and dance music and um, a friend of mine he said that um, he's a, a shaman and he said uh, the kick drum so like the well, the, the drum but also the kick drum and electronic music is kind of like life and death so when the drum is sounding it's life and when it's gone it's death mm -hmm. so it's the most intense thing you can experience um, with you know dancing music because it has such a connection to your core and to the well to life and death yeah. um, so I think yeah at some point um uh, producing be became re I became really interested in it, but I always liked this uh, this contrast of um, having something maybe you know very bassy, you know male sounding, and something very feminine and and, and um, uh, etherical, and on the other side. So I think in all the music that I if, if I listen back to it. There has to be this this double uh, dynamic going on because that's what makes it interesting, you know, the the dark light dynamic, yeah. the the earth sky dynamic, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. the yin and yang. We're both yin -yang. interested in this union, the union of the masculine and feminine, the heaven and the earth. So yeah, so I think I think that at the point where. Um, I started, I think the concept of that music, sometimes you think that music, when you're making it, it needs to, to have a certain certain format. So you say, okay, I'm making a song and I have to spend at least two months on it and then it will be, you know, the way it needs to be. But then you find out that a, a song you're working on for five minutes sounds better than the song you've been working on for six months. So that's what happened to us. That's what happened to like, us. Suddenly we, we, uh, I remember that, uh, you know, we uh, had an idea for, uh, you know, for this for this looping of of uh, voices over a track, and uh, we did four takes, and in the four takes you came up with this chorus, um, and that's basically Earth is calling. Yeah. On the on the album. Yeah. Uh, and I think we tried after that. We tried to uh, to do it again, but it was already it was exactly the way it needed to be. Yeah. So well, we found out. I think after a few takes, like okay, well, actually, this is exactly how it needs to be. So I'll just leave it. Yeah. Um, but also life, we discovered that like channeling while we are. Or let's say you can call it improvising, but it is basically singing the energy of the moment. Yeah. Which what I was always doing in the sound journey is realizing you cannot think that up. It comes through you and it's not yours and it becomes and it's exists and here we started to record it. Yeah, it's really, uh, really fascinating that um, that can happen in, uh, for instance, a DJ set when you're first, you're kind of, uh, you know, rationally thinking, okay, after this record, I play the other record, and then maybe I can segue to the other record. And then at some point you get into the flow, and then you just, you know where to go. And I think in the beginning, when I started to DJ, uh, I, I was doing it in that way, when... Uh, I started I started playing at 
parties that weren't only to dance, but they were also a little bit more conscious about what they, you know, uh, about drinking less alcohol. Um, yeah. I spent a lot of time playing at the Chocolate Club, at Club Light in Amsterdam. And kind of I was drawn to this uh, to this scene. And later on, when you and me performed at, uh, at Shoeless, that's still the one of the really nice moments that I remember where I think that's exactly what uh, when you're performing live with loops or you have more options to be creative in a way that when you think it's going wrong, unquote, actually you're on the right track. So you need to f- trust that yeah. and let that take over the situation and then you get into again the flow of uh, the energy that needs that will bring yeah. what the situation needs and if you can do that with voice and music at the same time then i think you can, can create something really pretty amazing and i think we did that and as soon as we we freaked out from yeah, from as the soon, power of creation as that soon was as so we, effortless uh, as soon <laughs> we were like okay so as soon as we went back to the kind of routine because we thought okay let's Let's set out these tracks structure, and, structure and song. perform them exactly the way that uh, we thought of them in the studio. They were like, no, that's, you know, actually we need, we, we want to go back to that feeling where the options are all open and you leave some space uh, for the, the, the randomness to come in and kind of help guide the process. And that's, uh, I think, where... Um, yeah, where when people are going to hear this this uh, album live, um, we are going to take it because it's there. You know, everything's in there, but in the live in a live setting, I think there are way more options to go where to go and um, yeah, how to experience the music. Yeah. So uh, we just had the news, heard the news. That uh, the album's coming out uh, on the 29th of March, March. <laughs> 2020. 2020. 2020, of course, uh, it's kind of a year of, uh, I think, for freedom. freedom for a lot of people that finally they get into their own power and they yeah. really manifest what they're here to do on uh, an earthy level, if you yeah. can say that. Yeah. Um, I think, um, yeah, the the album, and maybe we can talk about that for a little bit, is in a way uh, what everybody's going through in life. So the balance between the male and the female, the earth and the sky, and the different energies that you're working with in life to manifest what you're here to manifest. Yeah. Um, and... Um, it can sometimes be uh, a struggle because maybe you're stuck on one side of the spectrum and you cannot see the other side. Or uh, is there? Maybe we can talk a little bit how a bit a little bit about how this music, when you're listening to it, can guide you a bit in finding that balance. Yeah, I think I think it's embedded with healing and with joy and with unconditional love and you that's the intention <laughs> we 
we created it for our own healing and for others' healing. So I think there is, um, where there is joy and where there is play and where there is permission of heart uh, on, on the basic of the creation, uh, it comes through. Um, so I think every song is, is bringing another piece of that story. We have seven. It is, uh, we have to check how, how, how are they, how are they uh, corresponding to, to the process. But it is really from, from earth uh, and grounding until high and, and uh, celestial connection. Mm. Um, so it's not something you can intellectualize. It's completely to empower you to feel what we all need and love and to sing with it and to dance with it and to feel yourself. Mm. And, and, and then it's all already there because you have it all in you. It just basically, I feel, I feel with our connection that we do, um, we do, we do bring those codes from the galactic and earth and reminding ourselves in a, in a, in a joyful way of who we are and why life on her and earth at this moment is so precious. Mm. And that all the changes and things that look heavy, it's just like shedding all this patterning and all these programs. And I, I even feel that the, the healing of our own family line, which is so different, you know, yours is, is European, uh, you know, um, very specific. Um, And mine is, is is Jewish from the from literally from Africa from um, so there is there is a healing of those paths too uh, there is forgiveness and there is reconciliation on another level like uh, like uh, the work that we did for ourselves for to heal ourselves and our family is somehow came out in in the sounds and in the love we put in it so. And I think that's the only way I would like to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in a way, it's, it's also like the, the personal transformation in the songs kind of uh, spanning over more or less, yeah, 10 years of we've been doing a bunch of other projects. We've yeah. performed in the meantime, but now we're like, okay, this is exactly how it needs to be. It's the right time. Even the transformation in the songs itself and how... Um, I can say at least that for the you know the production side and the beats and everything, it's changed uh, uh, as well because I think some of the songs from the production and beats uh, perspective, I was still uh, too much like trying to force something yeah. that had to come out, and now it's more. Kind of like I can see the song with the worth of what like what it is, and then add to it in order to make it more balanced. So it's it's even the transformation within the song over a period of time. Yeah, that's also uh, reflecting this what this what we're just talking about. Um, it's interesting because I talk in my work a lot about. Uh, our inner king and the inner queen, mm. which we both have. We, we, every everyone has both. And in myself, my my journey since 1998, uh, literally, uh, is to bring the king and the queen together. Because sometimes uh, there was disempowerment, or uh, and and between us, what happened is that 
Um, uh, so when we recorded a few things before, it was good. But only now there is softness that you or the masculine side allowed the feminine to, to have more space hmm. out of more love and trust and less fear and control. And, 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 and that's really the dynamics. And, and my relationship in my marriage is kind of similar because my husband is also Dutch, very engineer, very the opposite of me. And there's also there you can see, I can see there is a, there's a balance between um, uh, the allowing for the feminine to honor the masculine, the masculine to honor the feminine. It's very tantric actually. Um, in the life force of it. And I think our practice um, with this journey to complete this uh, album was also bringing that ability to, so balancing it in ourselves, there's more trust in ourselves, and then it happened also in a collaboration. And it again brings effortlessness, it brings this, this uh, joy, it brings this unconditional solid love with the power of what the masculine brings and the power of what the feminine brings. Hmm. So, so it's kind of a learning process and experience that uh, makes things rounded up. So how do, you see, how do you see the future working from this uh, point? For yourself and for, for us? Uh, I think that the future should be very collaborative and very kind of... Um, open in the way where you I think we, we all like to think in uh, structures especially when performing but that the structures should be a bit more open so yeah. that right now I like that more <laughs> yeah there's so there's always space for people to jump in so I see it uh, you know the future uh, especially with um You know, I'm developing a system where I can perform songs I've released, including our songs, of course, in a live setting where I can take out certain sounds and bring in other sounds. Uh, take in, take out the guitar if there's a live guitar player, and kind of you know work with all the the different options. Mm. And I think technology is at a place where that's possible. It's been there for a while, but now everybody's comfortable with it. And it's like, okay, there, there's more technology in the room, and that's fine. We can make it so that you don't actually have to see the technology, but it's still doing its job. Yeah. Um, and I think in the future, more and more, it will uh, become kind of a hybrid between the organic instruments and the electronic side. Because what maybe some people are forgetting uh, currently is that they they want everything to be electronic and they want everything to be you know in the box and that's that's I think that's a good thing but we're still human and the things that appeal to us are the little you know random things that happen when we're not calculating only zeros and ones but when there's something happening that we didn't expect. So whether that's happening because we introduce some kind of randomness into the electronic equipment so that it becomes more, it behaves more like something that's more living, I guess. Mm -hmm. Or we actually record sounds from nature or we 
use more voices or we use voices to uh, make drums uh, or we actually sample real drums um, it, I think that you know that should be we shouldn't forget that that is where it, where it came from it came from the it came from the drums yeah. from the tribes that's where it came from so mm. that's something that will never go away so the more we can honor that and go back to that in whatever way the more um, I think we'll reach that uh, balance. Yeah, I, what I like uh, what, what I like in the live performance, and this is also what's something that I practice for for years, is how to take a take the audience with us and literally co-create. Um, so the, the the openness or the the possibilities that you're talking about with technology is just giving the freedom where I can take the organic. Uh, power and energy and intention and enthusiasm of the audience and to, and to weave something together. And I find that to be the most exciting thing. Mm. Uh, creating music on the moment. Which I have a whole album that we recorded like that. Yeah. Um, um, the thing is that, that audiences have amazing wisdom that they only can be tapped to if they're allowed mm. and if there is something that can hold the ground and just they can fill it up and and I would like to experiment with this yeah how 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 much we can raise the consciousness and to raise the frequency and to raise the joy I know already how it feels but if you if you if you if we can bring some extra sounds and some things that completely help us open our brain uh, and our heart into a new level uh, it's very powerful so yeah, it's so, like a so- sound healing on steroids, right? Yeah, yeah. And together, because it has connectedness in it. Yeah. Because when you do something live, and people can see each other, touch each other, smell each other, <laughs> and there's something that brings it to the the earthiness, and then together the energy of the makers and the audience, dancers or whatever you call them. Uh, yeah, that that I think that's the new frontier. So and I don't mean like only, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't mean hey, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm talking a whole song that is being done from the energy of that moment with the specific people who are there with a specific desire and attention that's there. Yeah. I mean, that's the shamanic part of me is like going like, ooh, let's, let's cultivate this. Let's make it strong, power to the people. Yeah, yeah. And it starts with them feeling themselves and each other. And our job is to facilitate that ground. Yeah, I think so. It's exciting. So that's a very uh, exciting place to go. And uh, yeah, so the beginning is the album on the 29th of March. Um, So yeah, I hope everybody will uh, check out the updates on that. Um, Can people find you online? Yeah, galita.com. Galita.com. Great. Um, Well, I'm at... (laughs) I'm still not that integrated. <laughs> well, so I'm still at trueidentity.nu and leomakesmusic.com. So, um, yeah. Great. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs>